Welcome back to Zachary Reality. I am your host, Zachary Reality, and this is the 18th episode of my podcast. I think it's important to count just because um, the 20th episode's coming up soon. I was telling you about it, Avery. I want to do something special. Um, mm -hmm. But we are joined today by my lovely co-host, Avery Grooms, who is joining me to co-host today's episode of the podcast. Um, we have a really special guest coming on who loves Love Island and Avery is a Love Island expert. So I thought it would be really fun to have her on. She also co-hosts with me at Shared News and I'm just really excited to have you on for today. I think it's going to add a lot to the podcast. Yes, I'm so excited to be here. You know, we're going to discuss all things Bachelor, Love Island, anything reality TV, um, all the juicy tea. So I'm excited to get into it with you today, Zach, and our special guest. Yeah, what was your thoughts when I told you the guest was going to be Katie Moe? Because you didn't know. You were just like, I want to, you know, come on your podcast. I think it'd be really fun. We host together. You didn't know who the guest was going to be. No, and I was way more intrigued when you told me it was her just because I watched her on Colton season. And I remember thinking I wanted to see more of her because I thought she was like, the prettiest one on his season. Um, I think she got eliminated like, halfway what was it? Like, halfway through, right? And then we saw a little bit of her on Paradise. She got engaged, but I was excited just to get to hear her side of the story. Um, you know, the pressure of being in Paradise, her thoughts on Colton and a little bit of other Bachelor drama that we might want to hear about. She did provide some tea, a lot of tea. And I mean, I just loved hearing about Paradise and like her time on it. I think that was like the juiciest part of mm -hmm. the interview. So I'm really excited for everyone to listen. But we do want to talk just briefly about Katie and Greg right now before we play Katie's interview, just because that is what is trending. And everyone's talking about it. Everyone is freaking out. Like I, I'm like, I want to be on team Greg, but then it's like, everyone's like, no, he was gaslighting her. But then I'm like, was he, or was he just brokenhearted? Greg was just so abrupt with the whole leaving the show. And I feel like he used that as a way to get out quickly. We saw them talk and then I think he slept on it. And then he really decided to like leave, leave. And that's when you know he's done for real. Like he's not coming back. He slept on it. His mind is made up. And I did not like the way he went about it. I think he was victimizing himself. He was kind of like, poor me, Katie, you don't understand what I'm going through. And it's like, well, you don't understand what she's going through. Like she's the one getting engaged at the end of this. She's the one who has to say goodbye to more guys. Um, and I just kind of thought it was weak the way he handled it. I understand frustrations are high. You know, they're in this bubble. They're not probably thinking correctly or how they would in reality it's a lot to take in it's a lot of pressure but I didn't like some of the sides we saw of him I thought there were a couple red flags and I think Katie saw that too well once once he um checked out of the conversation the night before he was done like there was no was turning done. back and I think that he just realized that in my opinion I feel like he just realized and maybe Katie just realized in that moment that she wasn't in love with him. I think that's what it was. I think that she really couldn't say anything back because she didn't want to lie about her feelings. Mm -hmm. And I think that is what broke his heart because he truly just like put it all out on the table for her. There's nothing else he could have done. And I know he just wanted reassurance, but like he also needs to understand that like she can't give it to him. Like it's, it's not allowed. It's not allowed until the finale, maybe in a fantasy suite when there's no cameras, they can talk more about it. But like she can't say how she feels so he really just has to trust it there's only one week left 
But I think for him yeah. at that point, he needed to know. And then she was just, I feel like she was just in love with Blake, hopefully, because we don't know how this plays hopefully. out. Because she, I don't think that she was in love with him. That moment was just more eye-opening for her. But he has to remember, he knew what he was getting himself into. I think it just wasn't clear to the very end that there still are other guys and he's not 100% it. And I think he thought in the back of his mind that he always was. But as time went on, that was becoming more clear that he wasn't. Yeah. And I mean, we're going to have to see it play out on After the Final Rose because I still feel like they left not that they left in limbo, but there's like, they did not have closure at all. No, they needed a proper goodbye after everything they went through. Like he literally just got up and left, no hug, nothing, which is kind of crazy because they went through a lot. Like he had two one-on-ones um, and it, it just ends like that. Yeah, he was hurt and it was a definitely an abrupt ending. I am still supporting Katie and I'm supporting Greg. I'm not like picking sides completely. <laughs> I really do love them both, but it's going to be juicy. Katie put up on her Instagram story last night, which I can't even believe her. She put up gaslighting. Like she literally put it on her Instagram story. And it's not that I can't believe her because I'm not going to say I'm not, it's not up to me to determine whether Greg was gaslighting or not. But it is my opinion that that was extremely bold of her to put on her story. Passive aggressive, maybe not, maybe just straight to the point. I mean, she was referring to Greg what did you think of that Instagram story? I think that her feelings are real and she's just expressing how she felt in that moment. Like no one else knows how she feels but herself. And she's the one who had experienced that. She's the one who had to take that all in. And now she's just expressing how she feels. You know, she did feel like she was getting gaslighted by him. And I saw that too. I felt the same way. Like I said, so many red flags came out during that conversation with them too. Yeah, and we're gonna get more into this with Katie Moe, who is our guest on today's podcast. And Katie provides us some insight because she has been on the show before. She knows many people who've been on the show. She provides a lot of insight. So we're gonna keep talking about this Katie and Greg interview and everything else about Katie Moe and Paradise and Love Island and so much more. So let's play our interview with Katie and we will touch base with you guys at the end of the episode. Okay, we are here with former Bachelor Nation star, dancer, content creator, mom of two, which we just learned. And um, now she's a YouTuber. What can't she do? She also has the prettiest eyes in Bachelor Nation, the one and only Katie Moe. Hey. Welcome to the (laughs) podcast, Katie. I'm so excited to have you on here. Me and Avery talk about The Bachelor literally every day for our job. So we're really excited that you're here. And we're just excited to get to know you a little bit more, talk about Love Island, talk about all of the things. I originally thought to reach out to you to come on my podcast because I noticed that you were, you know, you were following me on the TikTok and that got me really excited. So I need to know how you found me on this TikTok. Honestly, you were on my For You feed. And I was like, first of all, I said, who is this person with the little um mic like (laughs) old apple earphone mic and I was like this is a serious thing and you were talking and then of course you know the number one thing they say about having any sort of channel which I've probably been like not this is like not my best thing but you're so great about is having bingeable content so when I go to your page Mm -hmm. Like what I see on the first thing, I want to see it a hundred times over in a hundred different ways. And um, I have always wanted to like achieve that. And when I first saw your page, I was like, oh, this is it. So then I'm like, you go down the rabbit hole of like, I'm gonna watch every little video. Oh, this one looks 
Ooh, and you had some like things that were grabbing me. So I was like, I know what I'm going to get with him. And then I followed because I was like, this is this content. I'm going to, I can trust that I'm going to get it all the time. It's very consistent. It's very bachelor oriented. I've mentioned you probably a few times um, when I did my people I've met from the bachelor. Do you remember meeting me? This is the million dollar question. We met over, I would say like almost two years ago. It was outside of Toka Madeira in West Hollywood on the street. I came up to you, you were- Yes, we did. Did we take a picture? Like you a selfie? A picture. Wait, I even think someone took our picture as well. But yeah, yeah okay. I do I had remember. My fr- I had my friend take it. This was right after you, Bachelor in Paradise, finished airing. I mean, you got engaged on Paradise and we kind of want to ask you a little bit about Paradise and how that went. I mean, Avery, it kind of start us off here. What do we really want to know? I want to know, did you kind of feel pressure into getting engaged or like, did you know in the back of your mind, like this ain't eh? Or were you kind of like blindsided and like being in that bubble, like so wrapped into it that you truly felt like it was the right thing? I think that there's a mix of both. So in the way that when you have questions or you question yourself or you question the relationship, in the early phases of it, whoever you're with or people around you or producers or what have you are saying like, you're self-sabotaging. You're this, you're that. So then all of a sudden you start adopting these beliefs that like, maybe it's all in my head. So then you kind of like keep going and you're like, I, I should definitely be happy. This really, if I put it on paper, this relationship is actually pretty great. This is what I'm asking for on paper. But in my gut I was like this does not feel like how it's supposed to feel um you kind of like basically start (laughs) they just hand you like a bunch of roses but really it's not a rose it's a red flag (laughs) and you're like thank you (laughs) that's that's how it is (laughs) after receiving a bouquet of flags mixed with roses what can you what can you really do what can you think you're just not really all there I'd say And then by the end of it, I definitely felt a bit of pressure. Like anytime I questioned it out loud, I definitely had people just saying things to try and as if they were helping me, but to try and stay on track with with what the goal is here. Not talking about it as like a goal, but talking about it as like, this is what you've always wanted. And this man like wants you, you know? And you're like, yeah, this is what I've always wanted. Like you're in this alternate. So yeah, I'd say it's a mix of both, like kind of starting to believe in yourself, like this is it and this is good. And then also feeling a little bit of pressure at the same time. You know the producer's reputation before you get on the show. I mean, this has definitely been a thing the past few years. These producers manipulate you. So did you, was that not in the back of your mind either that they could be manipulating you? 100%. I knew I was being manipulated. I probably, listen, they wanted me, I don't think they wanted me to maybe go as far as I did and sometimes like even on Colton season they were like once I caught on or once I was getting annoyed I'd be like I know what you're doing I know what you're doing so I was the person like calling them out knowing what they're doing I should have just maybe just was quiet and was like I'm gonna float through but I was like can you stop doing that to me I know when you're doing this that you want me to say this and it's really annoying some producers though aren't as obvious Mm-hmm. some really get you by like taking something like maybe from your past or like they get they will give you a really good example and that example will make you really start to think maybe not in that session with them like I'll be like no that's not it blah 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 the more you hear that when you go to bed at night you start thinking about it you start thinking over time is it me 
So, or you're just like, I'm so exhausted. Not the engagement. I'm so exhausted. I'm just going to do it. But like it during like other things, you're like, I'm so exhausted. Like, yeah, I'll feed into whatever it is. Because at this point I just like wanted to stop. Like, I just want to get out of this room. So I'll just do it. As they say, like anything you say, the way you talk to yourself, the way you are, the, what words you put out there, like it can become truth. So like, as you start to say things that even you know you don't believe, like the more you say it, the more you start to believe it. It sounds really mind-fucking being on an island with a bunch of producers who are gaslighting you for weeks on end. So I can understand why people get engaged, but me and Avery were talking before and we were like, we are not accepting a ring from our man unless he pays for it. Like (laughs) the fact that these guys are getting free rings, like doesn't that make the engagement less valid? Did you feel like that? Or did you feel like it was a real engagement that went was going for the distance. Like, how can you look at it now in hindsight? Well, in hindsight, I have completely different feelings about it. But as I was, I don't want to accept a ring from a guy who's not paying for it either. Exactly. Um, at the same time, let's say, let's take Hannah and Dylan into example. I can't speak for them, but if I had their relationship, which I did not, like, in hindsight, I'm like, what the fuck? But if I had, sorry, excuse my French, but no, if you I had hurt. any of that, I'd be like, this is actually on our side. We get the ring. We know we're going to be together for a very long time. We can sell that ring and get something else. <laughs> like, yeah. So I'm about to get this bag. Not I'm about to get this ring. Like we're going to have a ring because we love each other. And then we can trade it out anytime <laughs> after we're together for so long, if you have that confidence. Um, so I'm not really, I wouldn't have really been thinking about it if I really like thought it would go the distance, distance like that. Like, I, I think I was still a bit confused, but if I, I, I wasn't even thinking about a guy not buying it because at the end of the day, if you're like partners in crime, you're like, we could technically get rid of this later. The rule is on The Bachelor, you have to stay together for two years and then you guys break up. If you break up, then you get to keep the ring. But I mean, you didn't even, you guys didn't even last at all. So you had to give that back. What was that like giving that ring back? Honestly, relieving. Yeah. Um. I would look at that ring sometimes and be like, this ain't right. Also, there was just so many mishaps with the ring. They would always like give me the wrong one or like, like when I, when they came on stage with my ring, they, it was the wrong one again. And then when I got my ring back again from something, they gave me the wrong one. So I always like was carrying a little baggie with like, the wrong ring around. <laughs> like, And so it like, it just continually was like signs that this was just like not quite fitting. Like wasn't like as as special of a feeling as I thought it should be for me yeah or anyone that's fair um before we move on from paradise do they film you 24 7 like do you have off com- off camera conversations with the girls when you're in the bunks no you're filmed 24 7 um I think there are some off camera we tried to have some like we would sneak into one of the rooms that was air conditioned to get ready and we were not allowed to talk but we would like in the mirror maybe do like a mouthing thing or maybe in the shower sometimes you would try and like sneak in the shower with someone but usually you were caught so Mm -hmm. it was it was much more difficult or on your way to getting mics you could like from one room to the tiniest room next door you could like say something really quick right before you got your mic but you're not allowed to talk so it was hard. Oh my God, this is so oh. fascinating. Um, we do kind of want to talk about The Bachelorette and last night's episode this season. Um, I know you might not be completely up to speed, but we are here to tell you everything you've missed. Avery, why don't you just like catch us up to speed as neutral yeah. as possible? What happened last night? 
Well, you know, the whole Greg situation, um, he basically ended it with her. He left abruptly. I just want to know your thoughts on before and after this. Like, what do you think of Greg? Greg gave me good vibes in the very beginning because I saw an interesting I don't know if he himself gave me good vibes, but they together gave me a good energy and I saw the connection. Um, as it kept going, as it continued, even the little bits I saw, you would be able to see like slight bits of fear. I I personally believe like within mm-hmm. Greg's response, expressions like, oh no, getting to the top. Like, <laughs> or, or something something like either fear that she might not like him or fear that he's getting closer to the end or um it was just you could tell there was like some type of fear in there some type of something holding him back from putting it all out there and so yeah um that's how I felt in the beginning and now you want me to talk about how I feel now <laughs> yeah, well how do you yeah. feel now because I I'm honestly like I'm kind of siding with Greg to the point okay. where like that's just where I'm at because I felt like he really let himself free completely like was so vulnerable and she really did dismiss it like she didn't acknowledge his feelings in that moment and I do think he was a lot but I also feel like he was he just lost his dad a couple years ago and he really he put a lot of pressure on her obviously she can't say how she feels but I guess he just wanted more validation and he wasn't getting that which led me to believe and possibly Greg that Katie was in love with Blake and that's why she wasn't giving him more so that's why I feel like Katie wasn't being completely honest and that's where Greg flipped out and turned the switch and that's where I stand I feel what do you think Avery I mean I feel like in that moment I understand why he was frustrated but I feel like a lot of red flags came out and like the way he reacted like just she was in shock it was just like a lot to take in and I feel like she was kind of seeing a glimpse into her future. Like maybe I don't want to be with someone like this because I honestly didn't like how he reacted. He played the victim. He was like, well, what about me? Imagine how I feel in this situation. And it's like, at the end of the day, Katie's still in a rougher situation. She has a bigger decision to make. Like I understand both sides, but I I just didn't like seeing that side of him. Yeah, I totally agree on the multiple red flags coming out. I think- that Greg so I'd seen like some hesitation maybe but he kind of knew he had it in the bag a little bit like he's got this confidence Mm -hmm. but he's got like a little bit back end fear in my opinion and when that happened I just feel that that was Greg's cop out like that was that's that's how I feel like I feel like he knows that she can't really Granted, she might not have validated his full feelings um, of everything else that was going on, which I think she could have done a better job of, although she's probably processing a lot of things herself um, with everything happening. But I still think she could have maybe done a little bit of a better job, but like we all could do a better job at certain things like that. And when you love someone and you're in a relationship with them, if they aren't validating your feelings, like you kind of talk it out and you're like, instead of doing the blame game or playing the victim, you're you talk it out and you're like I need this from you like I don't feel like I don't feel like you're validating my feelings I know you're in a rough position but here's how I feel and I feel alone on this little island right now and I and I need you although you can't maybe tell me that how much you feel for me or that you love me I need some type of validation because I'm I'm hurting or I'm drowning I think there's a definitely a way that he could have gone about it like granted I don't expect him to be a professional but like 
mm-hmm. the way he went about it, it was like almost full blame game on her. And then it was like the scapegoat. He was like, all right. Think he was like, that's what I needed. I needed one little inkling of you're not giving me what I need or enough so I can bounce. And I was like, yep. it, it just made me think he already wanted to, he didn't want to win. He didn't want to go, but he needed a way to get out. And there was no real way for him to get out. I definitely see both sides too. I think Greg handled it kind of like a child the next day. My problem was that he left so abruptly without even like giving her a hug goodbye. Like he really just like left her alone. I don't think he's coming back at all. Um, so like people after are like, all that. Back. Yeah, he's not coming back. But I think where Katie really messed up the next day is that she kind of slipped up. She was like, you're making it to top two. Like she kind of was enabling his behavior in a way because like he doesn't want to make it to top two. He wants to make it to top one. And I felt like she kind of, she got really wrapped up in the game with the roses. Like, did you not see that the next day? No, I didn't see that, but I, I can infer what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, Was it just, I think, I think I can see both ways, even though I haven't seen it, whatever way she said it, that sounds to me like two things could happen. She could have gotten wrapped up with the game, like trying to let him know, like, don't worry, you got top two, even though he doesn't want top two, he wants number one. I can't tell you I love you, but I'm telling you, you're going to be able to propose to me. So just make it to this point because that's what the top two does. I think they both could have done a better job of communicating, but I think that they wouldn't have lasted long-term either way because they, they just speak two different languages and they just communicate differently. So Stay tuned for After the Final Rose, guys, because it's going to be really juicy. But one last question to close this out. I'm sure you know a lot of people in Bachelor Nation. Do you know if leads actually say that you're the one to someone when it's like top two, top three, top four? Like, do people actually know it's them? I don't think that the contestant uh, knows. I think the lead maybe one or two times probably but I think the lead tries their best usually there's a front runner the whole time until the end right so the lead gives them validation all the way through by top three the lead doesn't give as much validation because usually the lead doesn't even know themselves Mm -hmm. like they don't like sometimes the lead knows like even look at like Jason Mesnick like or Ari yeah, or, or Peter. Ari. Actually, don't look at Peter. Like, he knew his soul, but like he obviously didn't know because he picked the person that he didn't want to be with. So there's their brains are probably so scrambled by then. Um, by top three, you're not you're not giving people as much validation as you were like week one, two, three. You know everyone's nervous. You're number one person. You're like, listen, stop. Don't get all nervous because you got a long way to go. Like, it's not the time to get nervous. Top three, you're like, I'm nervous. I can't help you be nervous. I can't help you not be nervous. I'm nervous. You need to help me. So I think that's how it goes. Yeah, it seems like such an intense process. And I love the last few episodes because this is when it really gets down to the nitty gritty. Um, But we do have a game prepared to play with you. It's a little bit lighthearted. It's a little bit fun. We know you're a huge reality TV fan. So this game is called Bachelor After 30. Um, what did we decide to call it, Avery? Bachelor After what? Bachelor 30 Minutes of Fame. Yeah, that. So um, basically the rules are that we're going to give you a Bachelor contestant that you're friends with or friendly with or may have just been on the show. And you're going to have to tell us which reality show they should go on next. Like, mm-hmm. which? how can they get their 30 minutes of fame? How could they go from 15 to 30? Like, 
because we all know reality TV hoppers, like outside of Bachelor Nation. Um, so we have a few people. Avery, do you want to give out the first one? Okay, let's start with Nick Vial. Ooh. Wow, guys. Um, <laughs> Nick Vial, reality TV show. Or host, if that's like, I know that's what he does. Oh, as a host? I mean, um, he, he could. Yeah, as a host, I think he would do well on um, Are You the One? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want him to host The Bachelor? Because there are people talking about that. I think Nick could host it. Nick, Nick's been doing great with his podcast and everything. Yeah. He's been really in with The Bachelor. He asked, asked great questions. So I would say um, I would fully support Nick for Bachelor host. I would too. I would like to see it. But I also think they might get someone completely random to, to host The Bachelor. Um, we know that Michelle's season will be hosted by Caitlin and Tasha, which I think was a great choice. Wells, great for Paradise. But um, I, I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing Nick either. I think he is like a staple in that show. Um, so these questions are going to get a little harder as we go along, Katie. So the next one, we'll, we'll do it a little easy still. We're only on level two. This is, um, we'll give you the girl, your friend, the one and only Big Demi. She is going to Paradise this season. So tell us anything you know about that too. How is she going to fare there? I know she has a lot of fun on Paradise. Much more fun than she had last year on Paradise. Um, she gets along with quite literally everybody. So you're going to have to wait to find out because I know juicy details. Yay. Okay. And where else could you see? I mean, Demi can go on any show. Love Island, Too Hot to Handle. I think Demi would be on The Circle. Ooh. yeah like she would she'd be like making like no you know what Demi would go on Big Brother yeah oh yeah that's a good one Demi would be on Big Brother because Circle's like Big Brother but like yes he quarantines that's a good one for Big Brother I think that she would have to go on Celebrity Big Brother though because I don't know if they would treat her the same um level three this is only going to get harder Avery do you do you know who level three is Yes. Okay. So what show would Chris Harrison go on? <laughs> Where is his redemption story? Redemption story. Does he have Maybe. one? I'm not sure if he has one. What is that bar one where it's like undercover boss? I'm not sure. He has restaurants. And so it's, there's like a reality show. It's like undercover boss. And the oh. boss up and has to be the waiter and the cook and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, all these people in my bar aren't treating people right. <laughs> that would be a good one. There are rumors that he might go on Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars. But, oh, oh, but he doesn't know. He doesn't know how to dance. Yeah, well, isn't that the whole point of the show? Yeah, but I feel like that's going to be a no from me. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, what show should we put Cassie on? The Hills remake. Yes. <laughs> She'd be so good on that. She would be. Like if they made a Laguna Beach, but in Huntington Beach, it would be Cassie's show. Yes, like that's perfect so for true. her. All right. Next, Colton. What show would he go on? Or should he just <laughs> or should he just disappear from reality television? I feel like he could randomly mix in with the Vanderpump kids. I don't know what Colton would be on, like what, American Ninja Warrior? 
<laughs> I mean, I want I want to see him on a gay dating show just because he's recently out of the closet, and I think that we all were so invested in him. So I don't know any gay dating at the moment. Well, then that's the problem with reality TV. There's not enough gay dating shows. They did Are You the One? They did a LGBTQ version. We did have a gay bachelor a long time ago called Finding Prince Charming. It was on Logo TV. Yeah, but that's not good enough. They need more. Yeah, they yeah. need more. Well, they just started on in Australia. They have a bi bachelorette. Um, I don't know if you saw that this girl's name is Brooke. She's dating girls and guys. I'm like, we need that for Demi. Yes, or yeah. like a gay Love Island. A gay yes. too hot, or a gay too hot to handle. Too hot to handle would be fire. Oh, wait, that's perfect. Yeah. Um, to kind of round this game off, what reality show are we putting you on? I actually asked all of my guests this. Which reality show? And then Avery, why don't you share which one you would go on to? What would be your ideal reality show to go on? I would be the host of Love Island. Okay. Yes, you would. We're putting it out there. They always have the hottest host. Um, I would go on Love Island or Too Hot to Handle. I feel like I could like navigate too hot to handle because it's not that hard. People just act like it is. Um, and it's kind of like cliche, but I don't like the image it gives people like the horniest people in the nation. Like, okay, no, like they, Netflix was reaching with that, but it's good TV. And I would end up going on the circle because I would really just, I know how to do social media so well. And I would know how to, manipulate the conversations in a quarantined room. See, I feel like if I were participating in a reality TV show, The Circle would be my number one. Would you be a catfish or would you be yourself? Yeah, I've also thought about doing both. But I think I'd be a catfish and I'd be James since he's British. <laughs> yes, well tell us about your boyfriend because he yes. is um, pretty new in your life and you guys are also moving. Give us like life updates with Katie Mo. Where are you moving? Are you living with your boyfriend? You have a child now the child that is my boyfriend um so we are currently moving out of my place you should not see this place it's looking wild um we're currently moving out of my place my lease was up and we couldn't go month to month and so I put in my 30-day notice tried to take it back for a second and she was like someone got your apartment in one day so we have to be out of here by Saturday um I'm putting my stuff into a storage unit because guess what no plan y'all no plan I couldn't find a place in LA that I really like loved and I'm really big on wanting to have like specific feeling of home. So I'm going to go back to Florida for just like a quick sec to say hi to my family and then uh, potentially go to London for a month or two and while I look for apartments in LA. Um, James is getting kicked out of this country in two weeks. So um, it's kind of good timing, kind of terrible timing all at the same time. Uh, lots of changes, which is why it's been very hard to continue the YouTube channel. I just mm -hmm. feel like every day I'm like figuring out passport stuff. My pet, my dog has to get a passport, um, all these different things. But yeah, we're, we're doing great. Um, I think the only the only trials or like arguments we ever get in are about like, what are we doing? Like we have to sit down. We have to talk about what we're doing. Um, it's just the unknown. But other than that, doing so well and figuring out our next steps. Cause you know, I just talking about how I want to be a host, but I'm like, I don't want to go to London. If like, I don't want anything to stop me from doing what I want to do. But at the same time, we know we want to be together. So it's this interesting balance, especially because I've been on my own for so long. I, I know how to 
I know I can take care of me. So it's weird to let someone in and like, now you got to do it together. together. We're like, we got to. <laughs> so I mean, compromise is important in any relationship. I mean, luckily we do have social media and you can, you've obviously built a huge following on there. So you can do social media pretty much anywhere in the world. Um, this podcast is coming out in like two days. So maybe you'll have some things figured out in two days. So we'll have to give you the updates when we post about the podcast, when it comes out. Um, but I could see you in London doing your thing with a little British accent. I'm glad that you found um, a guy that you really love and that's going to treat you right. And that, I mean, hopefully he's the one and that is super exciting, but I do want to see more of you on your YouTube channel. So I know you have a lot going on, but this is the time you need to film because this is when everything's happening with all the craziness. Um, so tell us about your YouTube channel. How did you decide to start that? And what kind of content do you want to film on there? Oh, I decided to start it um, because I wanted to talk a little bit about Love Island. And then I've had terrible connection in this apartment. So this whole connection thing might be me, but the, my VPN shuts down all the time. So then I was having trouble keeping up with Love Island. Either way, so I wanted to talk about Love Island, which I still will. And then I also wanted to just share into my life. I've got like five videos right now currently being edited to put up there. Um, I'm in that process of like, I'm such a beginning YouTuber. I'm like, ooh, I need a schedule. Like I'm going to drop on Sundays. I'm going to drop on this day. Like this is when I'm in the process of integrating it more into my life and start just focusing mainly on YouTube, keeping my Instagram, obviously for personal updates, some stories, like you guys see my day to day, but just focusing hardcore on YouTube because I wanted people to see me um, I didn't want to put my groundlings improv to waste. I like, I'm just like, I like to chat. I like to shoot the shit. When people ask for updates, I personally don't like just giving the full update on Instagram story. I'd rather just like sit down, have a chat about it, set the scene, you know, just be in the room, have a nice chair, have my little coffee and chat with everybody as opposed to selfie it. It just seems like it'll feel better for me. And so, yeah, so I'm excited to continue with YouTube. I have been videoing some of this chaos. Um, so it will go up. A lot of things will go up because I did Vegas, New York, Florida. So I have a lot of videos. Oh, wow. Yeah, I did Vegas, New York, Florida. And then I came up and then we're moving. So between all this, the editing and, and being new to editing, I was like, oh my. But it will come out. Um, just trying to get a schedule down. And yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to be in the YouTube fam because I think this is, it feels like more me anyway. Mm -hmm. I love YouTube so much. It's like my favorite platform I have, to be completely honest. Like TikTok is like my favorite because it's like where you can get the most engagement. But you can get, if you can get that engagement on YouTube, it's like, like there's something so magical about it. So um, everyone definitely check out Katie's YouTube channel. She is doing Love Island recaps. And we're going to talk a little bit about Love Island right now. So hopefully this will convince you guys to go check out Katie's YouTube channel. She loves Love Island. Do you love the US, the UK? What's your favorite Love Island? So I'm, I'm watching bits and pieces of the US. I love Love Island UK. I am on every little spoiler site. I am all over their Instagram. I, I'm commenting on TikTok. I love Love Island UK. It started off a bit slow this year. Um, I Ooh. will say and started off much stronger but now but I will say the Casa Amor for this year's Love Island UK is the most carnage Casa Amor I've ever seen in any season wow can wow. you explain what Casa Amor is because I'm like I watch Love Island but I don't like watch it religiously so someone one of come you come on let me know Avery let me know okay Casa Amor is like the best turning point in the season because couples will already be like established and like 
really together and then they'll have like the guys go somewhere and they come back and the girls aren't there and they like move them all to a different location and bring in new guys or vice versa. They can either choose to stay with the couple that they were originally in or come back with someone new, but they don't know what the other one's going to do. So it, there's always so much drama when Casa Amor comes because like people do turn their heads and like will come back with other people and others will choose to stay loyal. So it's just so entertaining. So but yeah, I agree with the like UK. I love the UK one way more than the US except for this season I've been way more invested in the US because my friend's going on it um but usually that one's way better Mm -hmm. who are we loving on the US version right now because I've seen a few episodes I'm loving cachet I'm really devastated that Cinco just got sent home spoiler alert if you haven't if you're not caught up but I love Cinco and I like Shannon and Josh but I also like don't love them yeah I love cash I think she keeps it real and she's handling like having her options in the best way possible she she handled that really well and like kept it chill she's just been my favorite throughout that entire season no matter what episode mm-hmm. I'm watching she's my girl we can always rely on cash whoever cash likes I like like I'm yes. just, just um I like Shannon mainly because of her and cash but sometimes Shannon is like controversial in ways that I like don't know if I would have been her friend necessarily but then I'm like but you and cash are cool so I gotta trust cash (laughs) like that's basically how I like Shannon is because of cash and then purple hair don't remember her name disappear um so there's two rumors going around that she may have gotten like a phone call from her grandma and her grandma told her that Will and Kira knew each other before going into the villa and then she started spreading that but then I think they had to pull her because she's not allowed to get information from the outside world like that that like relates to the show and then there's another rumor that she was just sick and they made her leave because as like each episode goes on she was like losing her voice more and more but I think the first theory is true but they didn't like speak about it at all and just in like an exclusive episode on Paramount Plus they kind of like showed the guys talking about her um, getting the news from her grandma that Will and Kira know each other. Wow, what did I see about OnlyFans? I saw some wild rumor then. <laughs> what What did you hear? I saw a rumor about her using the content from the villa to post exclusives on OnlyFans and then them immediately telling her to get off. But maybe that could not be, that could definitely not be true. You're maybe though, because she was like using a lot of time in the villa to take pictures and like they were all getting frustrated. Like, why are you like taking so many pictures here? Like it's not about that. And she's like, it's what I do for work. And it started that whole fight. But that could be a possibility too. I heard she was escorted off because she was using exclusive con exclusive content for OnlyFans, like essentially selling you can't sell pictures of yourself from that villa crazy wow see this is like bachelor in paradise like times 10 like it's way more scandalous it's way more like juicy katie why did you not end up going on love island instead was it just not around when you were applying i don't think i knew much about it um it must have been just so new or like just came out right after i went on who knows Mm -hmm. Uh, i honestly would have rather done that and here's the thing it's Films and shows like every day except for one day a week. So the the drama is organic. Like on Bachelor in Paradise, they have to muster up a bunch of stuff from a whole entire week 
which there is drama that happens, but there's a lot of sit around and wait. Like as you see on Love Island, they sit around, they have the little water bottles. Like drama comes from them like chatting and like the games. I also love the fact that they play games and have challenges. Yeah. On Paradise, we're just like, well, we're going to sit around and chat all day and someone's going to go on a date and we're going to keep chatting. Like mm-hmm. it does get pretty boring. I would have much rather have been on Love Island if I had the choice just, just for the pure fun of it. Um, I'm glad I did Bachelor in Paradise, but yeah, Love Island just seems so much more fun. They also have fan involvement. Also, there's never any question about who's here for followers of the right reasons. Not really, because like they can all be there for the money too. Conversation doesn't really come up because you're all like, well, yeah, we kind of all are here for love or the possibility of love and the possibility of money. So it, it eliminates that from being a factor. And the audience involvement's great. The voting, the voting off. Like it just is so, so much more organic drama. I'm sure producers meddle, but like the or- organic drama is there because it yeah. has to be, they can't edit it to be like crazy. Yeah. It definitely feels a lot more real on Love Island. And I think just the problem with The Bachelor is that it's been on for so long that we all just know the tricks and we know the formula and we know the producers now so well. So now I feel like people just watch for the spoilers. But um, before I let you go, I want you to tell me like, we're looking forward to seeing this season on Paradise if you're going to be watching it. Okay. This season, I'm looking forward to seeing... Oh, has the full cast come out? The full I cast thought... has been out. The spoilers are out. There's 41 people that have been named on the on like Cosmopolitan. All right. So I'm excited to see Demi. I'm excited to see Becca Kufrin. Um, no? I have a mixed feeling. I just don't know why she's going. That's just... I just don't get it. Well, that's why I'm excited to see because I want to know what happens like what goes down how does she enter is she the first one there is she come in later like so those two I'm interested I think excited and interested is different so I'm interested in seeing the dynamic of Joe and Kendall and Serena Mm -hmm. I want to see like what like um I've heard a lot of things about Marissa I don't know her well I didn't know her on her season so I'm excited to see that And then I feel like there's a lot of girls that I thought were going to be more mains, even though I haven't seen, it hasn't even aired. Like I can already tell they're like not mains in this season, but I thought like Peter's girls in general, I feel like Peter's girls kind of got the shit of it. Like they got Peter, (laughs) they got that season, (laughs) that a lot of followers. So they did get that. But um, I feel like, that was going to go right into a paradise and then COVID happened. And so like then another season happened and it was like more relevant girls came in and then they were just there. Like, that's how I feel like it's going to happen for them. Like there's yeah. like more relevant girls there. What season are you from? Like, Oh, Peter's. Oh, we like almost forgot about it because COVID was going on. So yeah, I'm interested to see that dynamic of like the kind of fight for we were actually going to be the relevant ones, but now it does. So here we are all together in Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, the big girls from Peter's season just didn't show up. I think they already have their followers, like Maddie, Hannah Ann, yeah. Victoria. Those are the girls we wanted to see. But unfortunately, things happen the way it did. I think Abigail will be the star of this season. Me too. I think there's like McKenna, Kelsey, Tammy. Yes. Tammy was... Um, a big one on Peter's season. Tammy's spicy. I'm, I'm just interested to see how there's just like a this is probably the biggest mix of seasons that we're ever mm-hmm. gonna have. This is when I almost wish they could bring back Bachelor Pad because Bachelor Pad was the closest thing to Love Island. Bachelor Pad was Love Island. I loved Bachelor Pad. I'm so mad that they don't do it anymore. Did you see 
Did you not? Did you watch Bachelor Pad back in the day? No, but then I went back and watched my fiance on Bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like that it's this big of a cast? I think it makes us more disconnected from them, especially with the hosts too. They're like switching hosts, like every episode I don't know guess host the mix of hosts plus this massive mix of cast together is a bit chaotic for me like if it was a cast we knew already solid everyone every single person sitting there we had a relationship with and then it was ever-changing hosts I think different story but there's so many variables like nothing's controlled there's a lot going on and it was so weird seeing the preview and like this producer who we've never seen before is like we might have to shut the whole thing down I'm just like who is this guy like and then seeing David Spade like it just seems off but I think that Paradise is what we all want right now we didn't have it last year it's still going to be a good show so we're all looking forward to it we will definitely um be talking about it here on the podcast we should do like an Instagram with Katie maybe a live and talk about it in the future um but where can everyone find you I know we kind of talked about what you've got going on your life is a lot of changes happening, but where can everyone find you and support you and follow you? Um, everyone can find me on Instagram at Katie Mo. It's K-A-T-I-E-E, two E's, M-O, Katie Mo. And then on TikTok and Twitter um, with Hello Katie Mo. And it's one E, Hello Katie Mo. And that's it. And then go subscribe to my YouTube channel. I will be putting up a lot more content this week and next week I took like a one week or two week hiatus but I've got content coming for you guys go watch my boyfriend does my makeup and check out my boyfriend's British accent because I watch it all the time (laughs) um and then yeah that's it for me guys thank you so much for having me on yeah thank you thank you for being here and I will have all of your links down in the description below so everyone can find you all right that was our interview with Katie Mo Avery thank you so much for coming on here and guest hosting with me how was your first time co-hosting on my podcast how was it thanks for having me that was so fun I had a blast I want to come on more often yes oh my god well let everyone know where they could follow you what do you have going on um you guys can follow me on instagram at avery grooms and tiktok as well at avery grooms amazing well definitely let us know in the comments if you guys want to see avery back on my podcast if you guys want to see more of avery as always thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast you guys can find us on spotify apple itunes all of the places head over to zacharyreality.com for everything you need to know make sure you guys follow avery follow katie everyone's links are in the description down below and i cannot wait to talk to you guys more about the bachelor the finale is next week it's going to be absolutely insane so come back here we will be dishing about it And I will see you guys later. Bye. Have a great weekend, guys. Bye.